Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Tonight, I want to welcome Adrian Bagnardi. He is author of Kiss Your Fears Goodbye, Transforming Your Fears into Adventures and Possibilities, and the founder and creator of Meditar, Underwater Meditation. He is a professional diver at heart with more than half of his life under the surface. He invites us to remember our true essence, our real non-physical identity that connects us all as spiritual sentient beings sharing a temporary human experience here on planet Earth. Adrian, welcome. How are you doing tonight? Hi, Chris. Thank you very much. Good, good. All good. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, yeah, you're welcome, and thank you for joining us. This is going to be a fascinating show because, for one, I've never really been able to clear my mind enough to properly meditate. Um, My mind's always moving a million miles an hour, and I watched the introduction video on your website uh, about the underwater meditation. It looks very relaxing. And it actually looks like it's something that I would actually be able to clear my mind just because there's no outside interruptions. It's fascinating. But first, uh, tell us about yourself. Tell us about your background and what got you started down this path. Um, like the little bio you share, I've been a diver my whole life, though. I um, grew up. Uh, watching Jacques Cousteau, Water World in black and white when I was little. Uh, my grandparents uh, began giving me like, fins and, and masks for, for Christmas and, and birthdays. So I, I got in the water at very early age. Uh, when I turned 20, uh, I became a, a Certified scuba diver, I got very uh, passionate about it. I continued studying. I became the instructor, got my own scuba diving school in Argentina. Uh, I began uh, teaching mix um, with that uh, thrive. It came the realization that as I was going, it was not going to be enough. And then I got into commercial diving and, and stuff. So that, that was in, in Florida. I've been a diver my whole life. Um, I have spent during training years, uh, hundreds of hours underwater trying to extend my apnea underwater, be able to remain without like, breathing and such. But I was not a spiritual. I am a born and raised. Catholic uh, from the Italian family, but I never was into it either. I um, did my uh, prepper uh, school in a big Catholic school, uh, having um, religions classes once a week, the same thing like math and every other. But I never bought it when. I was on my early 20s. I um, came across a situation with the church that wished to go with the family, and I pulled away from everything uh, related with religion in every way. Um, Then, uh, back in 2006, 2007, 
something happened uh, to me emotionally and I got very depressed. Um, I got very mad uh, and little by little I began to ask deeper questions. Trying to lift myself up, I began to meditate. Uh, learning how to meditate, I went to a the study group. I began to get into the spirituality and consciousness and trying to understand a little bit more what that was going through. Uh, not everything was making sense in my life at the time. Um, so I was in a, a, a time of my life very confusing. I was going, I was working as a diver, as a commercial diver in Miami, Florida. I was going basically from work and back home to read and, and study, then meditate. So there were uh, four or five years that I um, removed the like, TV from my place this in Miami back in those days. Um, and I got very deep studying a little of what we don't know, what um, makes you think. Um, I was very depressed in those days and I still having uh, to work underwater. One of those days at work, I, um, one of those very uh, uh, depressing days, I was uh, underwater, under a boat, uh, cleaning the, the bottom of the boat. I uh, locked myself with my legs with the rudder and uh, my arms around the, the shaft and the propeller while my co-worker was at the another area of the boat. And I just closed my eyes. I have some uh, tools on my hand and I let them go to the bottom near me. And I closed my eyes and I began to, to meditate underwater. And a few seconds after that, I and this is the weirdest thing that looked to me because I, I had never before. I was very skeptic, so um, I hear, are you enjoying this? Do you think other people would enjoy it too? Only that. And I thought I was losing my mind. I began looking around me to see where was that coming from, and eventually that became... Explore that. Uh, I didn't Adrian, you, that I you froze up for a minute there. Oh, um, what yeah. Is it? What you, is it? Last part that you got. Uh, that uh, you were just saying, uh, you were telling us about the experience you had when you started to meditate underwater whenever you dropped your tools. Uh, okay. And I hear on my head, um, are you enjoying this? Do you think other people would enjoy it too? And at that moment, at that time, that was the freakiest thing I could have ever experienced because I never had anything related to it. Um, I, I thought I was losing my mind and uh, because of it, I began to research deeper 
of what was happening over Chubi, what I meant, and that was mostly the beginning of what became uh, the underwater meditation. Um, when I please, uh, Chris, stop me anytime you want. Um, yeah, no, uh, go ahead and uh, finish, okay. finish your uh, story. At the time I was living in Miami Beach, I was single. I was by myself on my apartment. And once I began to conceptualize this idea a little bit more um, and not knowing anything about businesses, I, I was basically raised to be an employee back in those days. And I, I never gave a second thought to it. Um, so I began to wonder, how can I promote this? How can I market this? Uh, it is a tricky concept. Uh, it, it requires certain uh, background experience and, and uh, it was something very new to me. And I thought, well, maybe a movie, uh, something that shows you larger audiences, something related with it. And I forgot about it. That, that thought was on that moment and it, it died there. Um, some few years after that, I made what is now my wife. Um, she's born and raised in LA, in California. Uh, eventually, after we get married in Miami, uh, we move to LA because she has family uh, here, and I was a single guy in, in, in Miami. Eventually, things develop in Los Angeles in a certain way that I totally not expected at all. I end up getting into the, the entertainment industry out of the blue, I, something that I have never before conceived or imagined such possibility. Um, just as a background doctor, extra, uh, but I got so uh, excited for, I got so hooked for the industry and the potential of it that I write a short film uh, uh, with a short story that I, that I created. We shoot it after a couple of years of, of a process. And they sure that it took a, 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 a weird turn. Um, gave me the tip to develop the whole story because the, the, the little uh, uh, 10 pages that I that I wrote were just a piece of a big story that it has many 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 factors into it and one of those aspects it totally fit into the storyline the underwater meditation part but this that I I am sharing with you so so quickly it, it is it was unconceivable to me at some point, simply because there was no background behind it. There was, I was literally building 
castles in the air. And is from that, from my own curiosity to begin to become aware of all these this these little details, I I continue researching and, and learning more. Uh, the 2012 Mayan prophecies come into play. In the middle of all this, I was still in, in Florida back then. And the, the factor of, uh, on my own research, just following the past, trying to understand more about underwater meditation and what I was experiencing that I, that I can share more with you about it, uh, with it, through it, uh, because I had the advantage of that I was working, that I was underwater every day uh, uh, for several hours a day. So I have plenty of opportunity to to test because my own skepticism drive me to test. Uh, okay, um, I think I'm I'm, I'm going. So, no, that's okay. So you 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 know you tested this out. You went to to find out how far you could take it and what are the possibilities you know with what you're finding. I want to go back for a second because sure. you said that you heard a voice that said, "Do you, are you enjoying this? Do you think others would enjoy this?" Now that's fascinating because you know did do you know. Uh, you know, what type of entity you were contacted by. Um, did you ever find that out any time in the future? Um, at that moment, because of my background, I believe it was God. I, I, uh, that was the only thing that I could think of because of uh, my, my upbringing. Um, I, I didn't really thought about it. Uh, I guess now it could be our own higher self, our own higher consciousness, I wouldn't point it out to an entity at this point. I'm, I it, it feels like it was my higher self answering what I was asking, basically. Yes, that's fascinating because I, I had that thought as well. And the fact that you went there, yes, um, your higher self, I've heard – um, I had a guest on John D'Souza who wrote a book um, uh, called Clear Hearers, and it's about that, the fact that you're, he doesn't know where this comes from, but it's like a prophetic voice that kind of guides you on your past that talks to you every once in a while, and you can um, get clearer messages at times through meditation. Yeah, the tricky part that I that is confusing is that Human logic um, is just human logic, uh, and, and that is the one of the difficult aspects that I came across, and it is so easy to mistake and confuse, because sometimes what we are called to do makes no sense for our logic. Uh, if I only could tell you, you go to such and such corner and do this and build it and they will come. You, you can put it in that regard. And I also, one of uh, 
in those uh, depressing uh, times, um, I got to work with a co-worker that I had worked in the past, uh, both diverse, and that I hadn't worked in several years. And long story short, he told me, I know that you're going through a hard time. Uh, do you read? At that moment, I was in the National Toulouse uh, stage. And I said, yeah, I haven't read it in a year, but sure, whatever. Okay, I'm going to go by your house, and I'm going to hand you a book that somebody else gave me that you might like it right now. Sure. Um, the first paragraph that I read when I opened that book, he came by later on the same day, was... Um, do you really want an answer to all these questions or are you just venting? That is the first paragraph on Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. Uh, coming from the religious Catholic uh, background that I came from, that book resonated strongly with me. Uh, and going through the subject that it goes through, and later on, the secret came 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 out, back in '06. Uh, so that uh, added the the quantum physics aspect to it, and I motivated him to do more research plus the the, the spiritual side with the Cartoli and uh, 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 Wayne Dyer and those guys. So my background to what we are getting into is purely, <laughs> purely spiritual. Um, what I was mentioning earlier in 2012, where the Mayan Rocky prophecies came, came, came to, and everybody was preparing for the end of the world uh, with Hollywood ahead with the movie and stuff. I got tired to hear what everybody was talking about it and I decided to get the subject in my own hands since I was already doing research on my own to find out what were the Mayan prophets really about. Uh, my head uh, exploded when I began digging into ancient civilizations and cultures and I began to learn that several of them, if not all of them, speak about people coming from the sky. That, that <laughs> It, it, you see, I uh, started with something purely spiritual in consciousness and coherent meditation, and I, now I begin looking into aliens. And the aliens brought um, the Akashi records, and the Akashi record was all in the mix. And my main trigger to it was a relationship going sour and in the middle of the beginning of my research that I began to learn about like, past lives and reincarnation subject that I I was a true alien to <coughs> and wanting to test what I was uh, 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 receiving I began to ask very deeply in almost my dream state in the, or that stage where we are about to fall asleep at night. Um, who was she for this person? 
why all this? I, I, I wanted to understand. I wanted to understand. Um, well, that was open Pandora box because the answers began to come while I was underwater. And stuff that it sounds totally crazy. And I'm going to share it with you, but it's still going to sound totally crazy. Um, I was working still. I was going to my, my job. I, I was a diver working in Miami Beach. So I was underwater every day. And uh, as I was getting some insight and you feel it in your body when you do, um, I wanted to know more. And so I began to remember aspect of lifetimes. I don't know how to say it. Um, episodes, flashes, <laughs> being underwater with my scraper in my hand, trying to do the job that I was supposed to and a flash in my mind eye with a scene that we could say from a movie, but you know that it's not a movie. Uh, and I began to remember ex-wives from other times. And it is tricky because your conscious mind is still there. And they tell you, 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 you are crazy. <laughs> but it's still, you, you have the awareness. And so basically, I do not know what. And I don't know if you uh, uh, read a little bit over the website. Uh, that's also what I, what I say there. I don't know what happened when we are underwater. Uh, probably something that it might eventually to deserve a little further scientific research to see what is the relationship between weightlessness because that's the one of the main differences that happens with meditation in your chair or in bed was my favorite uh, way to meditate laying down in bed but or you get distracted like you begin speaking at first that you just cannot uh, clear your mind with happens uh, or you get so relaxed so focused so concentrated that you are five ten minutes into the meditation and you fall asleep you pass out so neither of those things happen underwater you don't fall asleep and you don't get distracted because there's almost no noise other than you're breathing through the regulator, uh, which makes it easier to focus into something since one of the main uh, elements suggested uh, for traditional uh, meditation was to focus in your breathing in the space between the inhale and the exhale. Uh, that's much easier to do than the water. And We are weightlessness. The any any way that we are sitting 
like now we are or laying down we have the natural gravity pressure over our body i feel it with my butt i feel it on my back against the seat nothing of that happens on the water so it really feels when the temperature is correct and, and all the elements are correct that you have no body anymore so it gets you a very ideal environment to relax and asking following the the proper procedure quote unquote uh, uh, it's like you open a door and when you tune yourself our own consciousness on that frequency and i feel it literally like a radio frequency the door remains open so even if you're not on the water the insight don't stop at least they didn't to me and can can be tricky because sometimes you are at the bank waiting in line to make a deposit or at the store and you are with your mind wondering while you are there waiting and you get an insight and it's a deep insight that you feel the truth of it and you are in public <laughs> so but there is something that very big uh, i've been a diver my whole life and i have countless hours trying to relax underwater laying in the bottom of the pool but i had no spiritual background so i guess we have to ask uh, i i never have any spiritual insight of any kind any nothing and i can hear any diver <laughs> any diver uh, because that would be me if the case were the opposite what the hell are you talking about i, I i've been a diver all over the world and I never felt anything of what you what you're talking about. Yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> so it's the combination of the spirituality and the meditation. And you know, it, it makes me really want to try this because it seems like it would give you just a such a head start to an out of body experience, not feeling your body as is. It's just like uh, you know, we get you there really quick, it seemed like. Yes. And Continuing with my research, of course, I I got to the subject of uh, past lives. I I met uh, Dr. Brian Weiss, uh, who worked in, uh, in Miami at one point. He's one of the the the, the, the on 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 past lives, and continued digging digging further. And I got into astral projections, and very recently. Uh, totally randomly the subject of um, um, remote viewing came very strongly to me and I begin to learn that they also have a very specific procedure um, and I got very deeply into ET and I got a lot of uh, memories from that too. And 
is weird because our it's not that we get rid of our critical thinking mind. It's there, and it feels like it is a, a little midget on our shoulder <laughs> talking shit to us. <laughs> Beep! <laughs> talking crap to us. And it, it, it can make you a little uncomfortable with like uh, 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 everybody that speak about this type of stuff. I created a few online events a uh, few years back and I interviewed several other people because I got more curious in, in, in learning. Uh, Brian Forrester with his The Longest Calls, uh, people from uh, 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 the in-between lifetimes, ET, I got the pleasure to meet Paula Harris for a couple of days I, I, I was hanging out with her and she got stunned when I uh, mentioned to her the underwater meditation occupied. This The thing that blocked me with that was that when I moved from Miami uh, to Los Angeles, I had to stop with whatever I was working and store the whole concept of underwater meditation on a shelf I pulled down the website that I was that I had back then in in, in Florida, and I didn't do anything for four, five or six years while I was in in LA about that because I didn't know anybody. I knew what was the next step, which was the video that you watch, but that I had no no money, I have no no knowledge of the people, and then how things began to be guided and get it into the Hollywood industry is something that I would be always very shy. I would have never imagined that I would and get so excited to, into it. And now I'm writing the script for the movie that I imagined years ago, totally out of blue. And of course, well, it is in the middle of everything because together with uh, remembering people uh, I got other memories that were even stranger. And uh, I have talked with a lot of people. A lot of people uh, uh, reach me uh, privately through Facebook because they, they I am connected with bad people for a while. And one morning I woke up this uh, after recently moved to LA and I woke up with a mark under my arm and yeah I talk with abductees and contactees and they understand it but I'm sharing this with you and I'm sweating because it, this is insane <laughs> uh, my audience is quite used to this so I know I know it's normal I know. for us I know so um, in 11 years time period I went through a total and complete transformation and unexpectedly and when I did the video that is in the website with Christina She's one of the actors that uh, uh, participated on the short film that I did. Uh, she's British. She had no 
diving experience, no water experience at all was that little video he took a few hours to do. Um, and the, the testimony that she gave uh, in, in the jacuzzi at the end, it was very emotional because it was not, not a script at all. And she, she wasn't expecting it. Uh, and that is <coughs> that is the feedback that I receive from everybody. The the ten people, maybe friends and, and acquaintances that I in any given opportunity that I had a scuba tank and a swimming pool, I I invite them to share it, and I see the 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 potential for it. And now. Uh, my my challenge is going to be to find a way to share it with with people, and it, it wasn't this that I accepted this okay, chat with you, but to show that it can be a real vehicle for uh, improvement, for to begin thinking a little bit deeper about us, because that's ultimately the message. Once we know, and we know that we know, nobody that anybody, no criticism or skepticism, skepticism from somebody that is not in our head has any any weight anymore. It, it, it is strange to arrive to that that type of insight, but. It, it, it moves you, it, it, it prepares you, and it gives you a sense of confidence in you that you've been here before, maybe not why, and you'll be here later, whether it's still here or someplace else. But our identity is more than this human body, though. Now, I want to talk more about the benefits, but first, I would like to hear about what this extraterrestrial connection is. At least, what was it for you? Did you ever find out more about these extraterrestrial experiences? Yeah, I guess you could call it that way, uh, simply because I don't think it had nothing to do with uh, humans. Um, you brought me the... the the memory with this question about the Akashi records. I had never heard about such thing. One day I was about to jump in the water. There was a very special morning because I got a very big insight that almost made me cry at home before leaving to work. Uh, what is now, my wife was visiting uh, uh, my place in the Miami uh, from California on that morning and she witnessed the, the whole thing. So when I leave home, I go to work to Kibiskain, Himarina in, in, in Kibiskain. I uh, jump in the water and I got struck by a thunder in my head. And that's the only way that I can des- describe it. I grab myself from the boat and I don't know, I was. <laughs> uh, I, I don't understand it. I can only share it. It seemed like I. Tune in with a universal radio. That's the, the only way that that can put it. That radio, you can call it, it transmits it transmit 24-7, 365 
certified desire. Um, and it's just universal insight. That's the only way that, that I can put it. Downloads. It is you, but it is not you. And the weird part is that it seems like we have no conscious control into it. Remember the movie, Paul? Yes, yes. Okay. Remember that scene in the bus where Paul wants to share with one of the guys. Yes, and he touches. Yeah. And he touches. And he got that flash of, of the information. Whatever right, the massive download, yeah. Well, he feels something like that. Um, and it does change you, though. Your perception of where we are, why we do what we do, why we go to work, the implications of the relationship, the people that interact the kind of life, the the nasty coworker, the 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 uh, uh, upset uh, neighbor, the, the supermarket. It gives you understanding probably into stuff that we've seen and maybe not fully understand, like from the movie The Matrix. The, that that transit of seeing the real world is a metaphor, yes, but it's a very accurate metaphor. Uh, our perception okay, changes, and we open to listen and to look into stuff that it, it might have been unthought before that moment. Now, is there any danger involved in this? Um, you know, should people exercise any caution? I guess like with everything, start, uh, start slow. I was reading something the other day, and somebody mentioned a caution uh, about meditation, something that I would have not thought before, and something that you do in your chair, or you, you do it on your bed, lay down, what would be any danger on that? And then I, I uh, realized that some of those insights that we call, nobody else does it. It seems like there's a pretty uh, uh, specific barrier, obstacle between our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. Because in the same way, a trauma from this lifetime, from a, a, the childhood moment, can trigger us in a negative way. That could be a caution, not a danger, but a caution. And the 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 concept of cognitive dissonance it comes to mind because yes, is very reconforting to remember who we were, our identity, where we were, uh, how did we die, perhaps. And it, it, it is very special. Yes, and it can be uh, triggering in some way too, simply because it is so against to everything that we we learn growing up, uh, everything 
from the programming that we all receive from mainstream, all that we know now though, that we are beginning to uh, uh, see and discover that was all not exactly uh, true. So coming to terms with this is the, the real world, Neo. Uh, Morpheus shared with, with Neo so different to what we believe. It can take a little while to accustomed and we need to be ready for what we ask, basically. So talk about some of the other benefits that uh, one might get out of underwater meditation. I guess the most valuable benefit is our our own realization about our own identity. Uh, losing completely the fear of death. That that doesn't mean that you want to die, but you're not afraid of it anymore. Uh, It gives you a deeper sense of a purpose and perhaps even allows you to create a purpose if you don't uh, made already one uh, because it gives you a, a, a bit of insight that if we are here and doing everything that we go through uh, through our, our lives and we were here before and we are remembering people that we know today that were there too there's much more to uh, uh, this life and I think the deeper sense of meaning uh, that void or longing that many times we feel whether we have a family or not, a, a deeper longing for something that we can point out. It is much easier to understand. Uh, and the realization of that, how it connects with everything else. And it could be a little conflicted with the conflict that we see today, the than our planet though because those insights it gives you a much clearer solution for troubles that we are dealing with today and the solution is denied by money for the most part and it, the solutions are there but the the the, the current system on that we have that other humans have created on on this planet are lagging around the solution. So it gives you a, a, a very full awareness of our reality and how much of a big conspiracy our, our whole planetary reality really is. Oh, definitely. I mean, the, the, the powers in control, they're doing everything to prevent us from finding out about our true selves and what consciousness is and the powers of consciousness. Um, now, I found it uh, fascinating that you were talking about uh, accessing the Akashic Records. Um, now, this 
uh, has always been fascinating to me. I'm wondering if it's just, uh, you know, a field of energy that's always there. And, you know, by certain forms of meditation, we can just access these different, uh, you know, fields of energy that are always around us. Yes, it seems like they are there. Is uh, the the trick is to be able to attune to their frequency, and it is doable. It does take practice because the instructions are there, the noises are there. I started uh, meditating on my bed. Uh, I never knew anything what meditation was about. I never knew the word even meditation. I began to learn it along the way. And yes, it takes, you, you need to want to know bad enough, bad enough. And like I said, at that initial time in my life, I was very upset. I, I was in my late 30s. And I felt that I was nowhere and I didn't know where I was going. And I had no, no direction, uh, like a boat in the middle of the ocean. And it gives you, it sets you in. Uh, when it's feelings, it's hard to put into words because it's just feelings. It's ideas in your head mixed with feelings and some of them are very deep that move you very deeply or almost to the point of like tears though. It, it, it is very compelling. The, the, the visions that you get, it, it is like being there. Um, at one point I was uh, getting deeper into uh, 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 trying to reach other consciousness, let's say that way. Uh, and I got this was still living in in Florida, and I had a vision in, on that uh, uh, sleep awake state. I uh, saw four faces on top of me. That morning, just looking at me like that down, uh, that morning I woke up and I told my girlfriend, which is now my wife, uh, I received that we have to create something like an embassy to uh, introduce them to humanity. And... Apparently, somebody that I know, uh, I'm not going to say his name, just to not uh, uh, bring it up, but uh, somebody that I know from say, from uh, uh, Facebook, uh, very also deep into the, the UFO subject, had a very similar idea uh, uh, since that morning he was creating a Facebook page about a the tea center. It was the freakiest thing to me at the moment you see it because I had that same idea and, and I even was moved to drive to 
a specific location in South Beach, in, in Miami Beach, uh, a very specific location by the, the Intracoastal where I was expecting that I was going to find something there. Uh, we were dating very recently with my girlfriend at that time, so it was very weird for her to, for me to go and tell her, let's go here because I, I know we have to do that. And I, uh, I didn't find anything at that exact location, but less than a block away on the next following street on Collins, there was a construction site. And uh, there was a, I took a picture, I have to look at it, look it up and I can send it to you a later time, a, 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 a red uh, tarp covering the construction site that read the Adriano with a with an O added to the end of my name. Uh, wants to be here, something like that. What the freakiest thing to me. Uh, well, uh, the 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 insights don't stop. Uh, if you pull yourself a little bit away from it, they diminish. But once you know how to knock on that door, the process becomes much easier, and it is you are more closer to the the frequency to to connect but then the contrast comes into play and we are almost the whole time with a reality and that takes you a little bit out of that it's like we need to isolate a little bit of negativity because that takes off off that lighter frequency that allows you to receive those those messages it is a moral question now is do we con do we continue allowing the crap to continue going on or do we lower a little bit our vibration and we do something about that yes i can become a master of my spirit but i cannot they have that we need to lead them do continue doing <laughs> whatever they are doing because I cannot be at both places at the same time. And we come to our our own place to answer that question for ourselves. What do we do? Yeah, very well said. Now we can go a few extra minutes because um if you if you um if you sure, have time. Sure, sure, sure. So um I just have a um a couple of other questions. If sure. If people want to become involved in this and they want to learn, you know, the best ways to do underwater meditation, you know, how can they get started? Uh, I am planning to do, I am behind the schedule big time. Uh, I was going to do something in October, but we have to move with the family to Washington State. So that my way uh, uh, from California for a little while, but I'm still planning to do a opening event around March or April in LA. Uh, please go to the website underwatermeditation.org. Subscribe, that's the best way to uh, uh, be informed when the event is going to be. I would like to do two 
separate. One with um, some people that I know. Um, one, I want to continue testing it because I like to see if there's any difference with a experienced meditator. Uh, one day coming out of the supermarket in LA, uh, I see a monk. <laughs> there was a Asian man with the uh, orange monk outfit and I stopped him and I began speaking with him and I went to find out more about the underwater meditation. So I like to also invite people that I that I know that have been meditating much longer than I that I have to see what feedback do they have underwater. Uh, so I am planning doing a event for the public around March or April in LA. Uh, the groups are very small because the situations are very special and it has to be very peaceful, very quiet. So the groups are very small of five or six people at the top. I'd rather do it in different dates, small groups than bigger groups. So anybody that feels the curiosity, it would be very rare of somebody experiencing anything the first time. Um, have you ever breathed underwater with a regulator in your life? No, I haven't personally. That mere thing of being able to breathe underwater for the first itself, it is a combination of stuff. That's what I what I'm referring to. The it triggers something though. That's all I can think of. Uh, we were born in our mother's womb in a liquid. I feel that goes to that that stage though. It brings our consciousness back to those those moments. That's why we're able to recall so much of our past. Uh, even though we know that time doesn't exist, and everything happens at once, maybe that would explain it better. Maybe that's how we're able to connect with those other us. Uh, there's more to know about it. Uh, I would love for everybody to, uh, uh, to try it because I know the difference that it does. It did it for everybody, even in the first of the time. Got Christina crying, and that, that, that wasn't that wasn't played. That, that was expected, and I got the same reaction from everybody. Only that feeling is what has kept me with this concept in my head, not doing anything about it for five or six years. Now, finally, the website, a brand new website, is back up. I was able to do the video to show a little bit more how does it look from the outside because under one meditation, what, what are you talking about? Okay, this is how it looks from the outside. And like I said, the, in the website, I can show you how it looks from the outside, not what happens within the person while they are underwater. But I know. And I'm, I'm super excited to, to be able to, uh, to share this with people, especially with people from your audience. Because regular people will have 
a lot of more boundaries, a lot more mental obstacles and, and limiting beliefs and, and all the stuff that uh, we are a little bit over those, uh, over those uh, details. Now, something I noticed as you were telling your story is it seems that after you started experimenting with this, that you had a lot of synchronicities in your life that, that just led you further along this same path. I mean, you, you were looking for somebody to a uh, professional meditator to say, and you ran into a monk. I mean, just things like that. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I had to fight my own limitations my own disbelief because I always consider myself very uh, left-brainer, very logical, uh, very spoke. <laughs> this is a pen and don't tell me anything else about it. And it was difficult for me in, in that realm to challenge myself to, and this is why I still wanted to continue testing it. I became a sponge. Uh, uh, trying to learn more about it and it, it, it opens a whole aspect of a reality that gives us a, a, a very different approach to the drama and, and doom that we hear today, the, the money issues, the bill paying and regular day-to-day -day life basically. Yes, that that is definitely fascinating, and uh, I'm gonna have to have you back on once you have more developments um, with your site and with this water meditation, definitely. And Adrian, thank you so much for uh, coming on. That was fascinating stuff, uh, and we'll definitely have you back thank on. Thank you, Chris. Soon. Thank you so much for having me.